1: Well, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me today. And always, I'm so glad to share this time with you. And I have one of my really uh, heartfelt topics today. And I'm glad to be able to do it. And we may even need to take two weeks on it because I think it's such an important topic. But first, I want to tell you that each week I send out a single email packet and it has inspiration and resources To really help you become the best version of you so I want to make sure that you sign up for it um, at the link in my bio and then I've also created a free workbook and it's called how to be your own change agent and it provides really deep insights into what's holding you back and empowers you to make a major shift change in your life so I want you to grab a copy of that and you can get that from the link in my bio as well so I really hope you take advantage of these. I enjoy doing them. I even, usually I don't always like what I write. (laughs) So I can tell you that these are good. The change agent I was really happy with. And so I want to make sure you take advantage of that. So today our show is called Show Up as a Grown-Up. Now, I don't know if you've heard that before, but I talk to lots of my clients about this. And I want to encourage you to recognize that growing up and being a grown-up makes life so much easier. So what we're looking at is the adult part of us versus the child part of us. And see, the adult is the child that has been internalized. I, I don't know if that is going to make sense to you. But if you think about children, they have to say everything out loud they have to demonstrate everything they need a lot <coughs> excuse me of attention and so they don't really have an internal world yet that offers them what they need so they externalize so many things to give their caregivers a clue as to what they're actually needing so this is one of the first ways you can tell the difference between a mature adult and an immature adult is how much they externalize and how deep their internal life really is. So I like teaching on this because maybe, maybe because I had a hard time growing up. See, my dilemma was I either wanted to grow up too fast and do adult things when I was too young. And as an adult, I now have a hard time just having fun. But on the flip side, I had to address some immaturity as well as an adult. And so when we talk about what adults are and the attributes of adult teenagers and children. And if you've heard any of my shows before, you hear about these triunes that I like to use. And the triune of the parent adult child, right? Or the adult teenager and kiddo. See, these, these three things need to be managed. And we have to know what's appropriate for each developmental stage. Because it's abusive to put a child or a teenager in an adult position. And it's also highly unattractive, burdensome, and disrespectful to be a child in an adult body. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't all have childlike parts of ourselves that are really fun and teenage parts of ourselves in adult relationships, but it does mean that we're able to be the adult when we need to be. And then we show glimpses of the younger versions of ourselves because these can be quite endearing and fun. However, I really want you to consider this. We, we think and know and regulate the fact that it's against the law to have sex with minors, right? Well, it's also abusive to expect a minor to take on an adult, any adult responsibilities. See, we have to understand that if we are not willing to grow up, we let that little child inside of us run our life. And it's abusive to let little kids burdened be burdened with the adult life. The goal of growing up is that I still have an inner child. And when it's appropriate, I get to be acting out of that part of me, which is fun, which is endearing, which is maybe silly. All those kinds of things. So I have that part of me, but I don't use the inner child to balance my checkbook or the inner child to manage my adult relationships. So what happens if we're not willing to do that, if we're not being true to ourselves, it means that, that being true to yourself means that you're able and you're willing to take on adult responsibilities, not revert to childlike parts of yourselves. Furthermore, not reverting back to being a child or a teenager. See, if, if you do the teenage part of yourself, it's not only disrespectful to yourself, but to everyone else around you. Allowing the childlike part of yourself and the teenage part of you certainly can be very fun and freeing unless you shirk adult responsibilities. See, it's truly fun to act out the childlike part of ourselves and if we do it in appropriate ways and in appropriate situations or occasions, it can be great fun and very restorative, to allow the child and the teenage parts of ourselves to have fun. However, it really only works if we know that we're having a moment of fun, that it's not the fact that we're refusing to be grown-ups because the world needs grown-ups. As well as the children, teenagers, infirmed, and struggling members of society need us to be grown-ups. So we need to realize that if we're not willing to do that, we become more of a burden to society and to our friends and family and co-workers and employees if we refuse to show up as a grown-up. It complicates everything. If you've had little kiddos, you know what it's like to be in a movie theater and they start crying, or in church and they start crying, or maybe they throw up in public. Maybe they you know, soiled their diapers, and it came out all over the place. See, it's okay when little kiddos do that, not okay when adults do it. And so this is why we want to think about children and teenagers in an adult body are the most exhausting, painful, and stressful people to contend with. So as we addressed earlier, It's disrespectful to other adults when you refuse to be an adult. Furthermore, it's abusive to children if we burden them with adult responsibilities and expectations. So the benefits to being an adult are quite numerous. First and foremost, it lowers our stress. It increases respect and admiration from others. And then it's quite endearing when someone sees the inner child. However, it's not endearing to have to contend with an adult child. See, police are often put in the position to be parental. This may be due to the fact that the adults that they had or that they're contending with weren't properly or appropriately parented. So this adds so much stress to the already difficult job our police and fire contend with every day. If we didn't grow up and or don't grow up our children it's not only abusive to those children but to the rest of society and that doesn't mean that we're holding people responsible for their own childhood abuse what it means is that we want to be really committed to growing people up because grown-ups make less mistakes grown-ups can fix mistakes much easier than children and teenagers So if we expose a teenager or a child too soon to the adult world, it's not only burdensome, but it requires them to grow up too fast. They have too much information without appropriate context. This contributes to the need for regression, to resist responsibilities, and to want to just play. You don't do your children any favors by growing them up too fast. All you're doing is sending out an adult body that has an inner child who's never been allowed to be a kid or properly parented. And these people make very poor partners. One of the greatest gifts you could give your children and the world is to require that they do age-appropriate things as a way to aspire and look forward to being an adult versus an adult who's always wanting to play test limits, regress, and is unable to regulate their emotions and impulses. See, it's wonderful and it's necessary for children, teens to practice doing adult things. But how would you feel if God asked you to be God that day because he was tired and got his feelings hurt? Or on the flip side, when parents refuse to let young people take appropriate risks or challenge themselves with different escapades or endeavors because they don't want them to grow up see this is abusive and it brings more chaos and stress to the world one of the biggest impediments of immature people is that they have low self-esteem very little insight any inappropriate neediness a flimsy value system and a tremendous amount of fear that's not right it's not fair for us to do that to people that are depending on us, to prepare them for their adult life. See, little, teen, little children and teenagers get their good feelings from the external world, from their environment. This is why we create safe places for teens and tots, and we require and include safe people to interact with them. See, in contrast, adults take safety and good feelings with them everywhere they go, and they're responsible for creating safe places with safe people in order to foster these positive feelings if possible. So I hope that this is making sense to you. So join me in the next segment as we talk more about this idea of showing up as a grown-up and how really revolutionizing it is to your life. Welcome back. You're listening to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host. And I want to really encourage you to look at all the social media that we have for you. And we also have lots of great things included. If you sign up at the link in my bio, there's, you can get emails that are packed with inspiration and resources to help you throughout the week. And we also, I've created a free workbook and it's called How to Be Your Own Change Agent. And it provides some really deep insights into what may be holding you back and empowers you to, ma- to make a major shift in your life. So I want you to grab a copy as well, and that's in the from the link in my bio. So thank you for joining me if you are just tuning in. I also want to remind you that these shows that you're hearing on the radio are also um, hosted on podcast as a podcast. And so you can just type in Conversations with Cynthia and go to your favorite podcast server, and they're all there. So we were leaving off here with this idea of showing up as a grown-up and that little children and teenagers get their good feelings from the external world, from their environment versus adults are going to depend primarily on their internal world to give them good feelings and feelings of safety and security. So adults take safety and good feelings with them everywhere they go. See, they are responsible for creating their own safe place with safe people in order to foster those positive feelings. So if the environment's not responsive, an adult has the freedom to leave or tolerate if they want to. So children don't have these options. Children depend on the environment to help them and support them as well as others to provide for them with all the good feelings of safety and support, acceptance and love. And that helps them foster good feelings. So the goal for children is to integrate these experiences and then create them for themselves, causing them and enabling them to make safe places by their choices, not controlling the external world, but making choices that will cause them to have a safer world. And so they manage their own internal world. So living in a way that makes them feel good about themselves, even if others do not like them, they don't have to quote-unquote find a safe place to be okay. See, they are the safe place for themselves and sometimes for others, regardless of the external world. They accept what they cannot change. They change what they can And adults are not asking for a perfect world. They're working toward good and decent and a just world. They bring it with them. If anyone else wants to enjoy and continue what they bring, they add to it, pass it along wherever they go. It's a new version of that old adage of creating goodwill. Treating others as you would like to be treated. Not giving only if you get. And resisting the desire for entitlement so when we look at this I want you to hear I I found this great article by Mark Chernoff and it talks about defining characteristics of true adults now I don't know if we're gonna get through all of them but I think this will be really helpful see what constitutes emotional maturity is adulthood and so realizing that maturity is an ongoing process not a state continuously striving for self-improvement this is what healthy adults do it's an ongoing process it's never an arrival place adults are able to manage personal jealousy and feelings of envy they recognize when that flares up in them and they make a conscious choice to not act out in jealousy and envy an adult has the ability to listen and to evaluate The viewpoints of others before they become offended they they really practice being interested curious because it doesn't mean if I'm curious and interested it doesn't mean I'm agreeing it doesn't mean I'm going to change my viewpoint but I'm strong enough to hear an opposing opinion so they maintain patience and flexibility on a daily basis So they don't get super riled and throw an adult temper tantrum because they missed the red light or something, right? They missed the green light. So they're able to flex. They're able to say, okay, well, we were going in that direction, but now the car broke down, so I guess we're going to have to get an Uber, and we'll go home, and maybe we'll bake cupcakes. So this is what adults do. They recognize the difference between hurt and harm, Adults also, I tell this to clients probably every hour daily. I remind them, blood, broken bones, nobody's breathing, fire. We have no time. We have to do something immediately. If it means crashing through a door, if it means, I don't know, what, whatever we're doing that's immediate to help that. Otherwise, everything else can wait. So if there's a mistake that somebody makes unless it's affecting the, someone living or dying, we really can take time and think about it and say, okay, that, that's unfortunate. That wasn't the way I wanted this to go. So how do I want to proceed from this point forward? And, and adults accept the fact that you can't always win. And they learn from mistakes instead of whining about the outcome. They don't overanalyze negative points but they instead look for the positive points in the subject that's being analyzed. How about this? They're able to differentiate between rational decision-making and emotional impulses. What a world we would have if everyone just knew how to do that. To not overanalyze negative points, but look for the positive and really be flexible in the analyzation of it instead of jumping to an opinion and getting so high up in that tree it's too embarrassing to try to crawl down from it so adults are all also able to differentiate between rational decision making and, and and emotional impulse so i can wait i can say to myself you know i probably need to take a deep breath Maybe I need to go in the other room. Maybe I need to walk around the block. But I need to really find the rational part of me because right now, I think it's the emotions that are taking over. I think it's the inner child part of me that's trying to drive the car here. And so I need to just relax and begin to do some rational decision-making. How about this? Adults understand that no skill or talent can overshadow the act of preparation. That's a very responsible thing to do. Instead of just winging it all the time and everybody else has to work around it, it's the the willingness to say that even if I'm skilled, even if I have a talent, I still need to be organized. I still need to help others promote it the way that they would like to, instead of being weighed down with all kinds of extra things that they don't know what to do with. And so it helps us to recognize that skill and talent are great, but adults prepare. They show up as a grown-up. Adults are capable of managing temper, managing their anger. And if they're not managing it well, adults say this, I'm not managing myself well right now, I better take a time out. And I've done that before. I've said, I-, I-, I need to time out. I'm not going to control myself well, and I need to time out. So this is Cynthia Hyde with Conversations with Cynthia. Join me in the next segment as we talk more about defining characteristics of the true adult. welcome back you're listening to conversations with Cynthia and I'm Cynthia Hyatt your host make sure that you check out the podcast servers that you enjoy and listen to these shows on your favorite podcast server and all you have to do is type in conversations with Cynthia and you'll have oh my gosh years of of shows that I have done so we are talking today about showing up as a grown-up and I really recommend that if you're just tuning in that you do go to your any any and listen to the podcast, because I think this is a really pertinent and very, um, I, a very important piece of, of our society right now is that we are not acting as grown ups and it makes everybody feel unsafe. So when we are talking about this idea of characteristics that define true adults, we left off on this one that we were saying, you know, Adults understand that skill and talent can't overshadow the fact that preparation is so helpful, and it's helpful for all the people that are wanting to support what you're doing. And so we also find that true adults are capable of managing their temper, and they're capable of managing anger. It doesn't mean they don't have it. It means they know what to do with their own body, with their own mind, with their own heart. As to how to respond to the feeling of anger so that it doesn't continue to escalate to a point that they lose control of themselves and then they have to apologize and then what's so frustrating about that is if I don't if I don't handle it well then the very thing I was angry about may have been very valid but I've invalidated myself because I didn't control myself so how about this Keeps other people's feelings in mind and limits selfishness. Do you know when you're being selfish? Are you aware of it? Do you know what it looks like? Do you know what it feels like? See, adults recognize when that, oh, that green envy shows up. That jealousy shows up. And it changes the way we interact with people. It changes our, our persona. It changes... Just the the emotional um, feeling that people get from us. So we want to be careful that, wow, if we are feeling selfish, if we are feeling, you know, envy, any of these things, we may want to take a time out, take a really deep breath, remind ourselves of what has caused us to be very helpful in society. What are the things that I have contributed? And it doesn't mean I'm going to go out and brag. It means I'm going to get myself right side up. And say, hey, I can enjoy someone else's talent. And I can recognize that it doesn't mean it's better or worse than mine. It's just simply a different type of talent. And they express it in a certain way that only they can. And I can enjoy it. And I don't have to compete with it. So we're also being able to distinguish between needs and wants. So what does that mean? Well, if you've ever been with someone that has decided that You know, maybe you're shopping with a girlfriend, and she turns that that love for a handbag into a need when you know it's just a want. Now, that's a very immature person. Maybe she even starts to have a temper tantrum in the store because she thought it was going to be on sale. So this is where we really want to recognize the difference between what I need and what I want. And needs need to be met. Wants can wait. So let me say that one more time. Needs, a true need, needs to be met. A want can wait. And that's what a, a bona fide adult can do, is make sure they're getting what they need because they're in charge of themselves and they're understanding that they may have a lot of wants that they may or may not get. But it doesn't mean their life isn't working it means that they can have wishes they can have dreams and that's what healthy adults do they also show confidence without being overly arrogant you see confidence and arrogance are not the same thing they're not like the same thing the same side of a different coin they are very different when it comes to the quality of the emotion and when it comes to your own value system So when someone's arrogant, everybody knows it. But if someone's confident, it's relaxing for people. They also handle themselves with self-composure when there's pressure. Have you seen someone just lose it under pressure? See, this is where we have to say to ourselves, I think the little kid inside of me is coming out. I need to take a timeout. I'm going to go to the restroom, calm myself down. And I take ownership and responsibility For what I've done for my personal actions so how about this one adults know how to manage their own personal fears and see I don't have to be embarrassed about what I fear I just it's just the way that I'm made I do need to manage it though so this is Cynthia Hyatt with conversations with Cynthia join me in the next segment which is the last segment about showing up as a grown-up Good afternoon. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host. Always want to remind you to check out uh, the website at CynthiaHyatt.com and all the things we have on social media that are available for you to just really help you be the best version of you. Nobody else can do you. I always remind people nobody can be as bad as I can and nobody can be as good as I can because we're all unique and we are all a one-time occurring person. So we want to make sure that we are making the best of that. And we want to certainly end well, don't we? We don't want to have a whole bunch of regrets. So being a grown-up is one of the best ways to feel good about your life. So we were talking about what constitutes emotional maturity, which also leads to adulthood. So what's truly mature? Well, we left off on this one that we handle pressure with self-composure. So we don't just fall apart. And if we do, we take a timeout. We say, you know, I think I'm losing it. I need a timeout. They also manage their own personal fears, So they don't project them onto everybody and they don't need a whole bunch of management. You know, it's like that, that, that star that needs to be managed so that they get a good performance from them. So we want to be able to also recognize the various shades of gray. I can't tell you how many times I talk with clients on a daily basis about, Hey, you're kind of, you know, pegging on either side of the continuum. You're making everything white so that you don't have to deal with anything negative, or you're going all the way to the black and seeing everything as terrible. So let's look at maybe the shades of gray. So, okay. Maybe I messed up during the day. Does it mean it has to go all the way to the black and I have to condemn myself for it? Or can I say to myself, you know, I don't know how I got that far, but if I think about it and give myself a chance and care about me, I will begin to figure out what really caused me to kind of lose it. What was going on? Because that's good information for me in the future. So I'm also able to accept negative feedback and recognize that, you know what, it may not be true. (laughs) I mean, I've had people give me some negative feedback, and I'm like, I think they might have been talking to themselves because I don't think that fit me at all. Well, I've spent 30 years doing this work, so I know myself really, really well. So I know when I'm going, you know, that's not me. But I also know when I have to say, that's my bad. I did that. You're right. You're right. I can't fight. I, I, I can't argue with that. You are absolutely right. I screwed up. And so I need to be able to handle the fact that I am a mistake-making person that is, that is struggling on a daily basis to one degree or another. So I need to be able to then accept negative feedback to give me some help in self-improvement. I need to recognize that the majority of people, if they actually are going to tell me something, That's negative. They probably care a lot about me, because you and I both know who likes to tell people that they're in the wrong. Don't we want to just kind of walk away and hope and hope they figure it out themselves? Who wants to confront somebody? So when someone actually confronts me and says, you know, I don't like how you handled that, or Are you sure is that what you meant to say? Or I heard this about you, right? Instead of me getting defensive, I need to say to myself, wow, this is God protecting me. This is God protecting me from something that I don't know. And so I'll say, well, please just let me know what you heard or or what it is that you think or, or what you thought I did so that I could reason with them. And God tells us frequently, come let us reason together. Your sins are as scarlet. I will make them as white as snow. So even if I did mess up, and I have, I have messed up, The way I handled it made it either closer to the white or closer to the black of that continuum. So healthy people, adults, healthy adults are aware of their own insecurities and when their self-esteem starts to feel kind of fragile and they know what to do, they're able to separate true love from transitory infatuation. See, true love takes time minimum of a year <laughs> I'm always telling people please three six nine twelve months first three months no benefits none zero <laughs> so they laugh at me but I'm saying seriously no benefits okay so we don't want to jump the gun here so this is one of the ways we find out if there is really something true here that's turning into love or if it's just super exciting at the moment and I'm infatuated with the person but as time goes on and time always tells, maybe they're not really the person for me. But if we invested too much in the beginning, it's hard to extricate ourselves from a relationship like that. So, we also are understanding that truly open communication is the key to progression. I can't progress personally, I can't progress with a relationship, I can't progress with work, I can't progress in my faith if I'm not open to communication and really being willing to be honest. So above all, true adults do what they have to do when it's required of them. And they do what they can when they can. And they're able to distinguish between the two and manage their time and their efforts accordingly. So let's talk about, here in this last part of this show, I found another great... um, Uh, this person that put together this wonderful thing. I like the person Mark Chernoff, who we just listened to. He talked about the 20 defining characteristics of a true adult. But this person I really like, and this is from Modern Ratio, and they talk about signs that tell you that maybe you need to grow up and start being an adult. See, growing older and growing up, we know are two different things, right? Right. And so sometimes contrary to popular belief, I wish maturity would come with age. But many times there are people that can be 90 years old and the most immature people I've ever met in my life. So I really thought when I was in my 20s that I probably had, like, I had arrived. And that now I was just going to be an adult. And I somehow thought it would just come naturally to me. But what I came to find is that sometimes I'm, I'm... blind to my own immaturity. And so some some of these signs that this particular author came up with is really going to help us recognize am I really acting as a grown-up or do I need to kind of work on this a little bit? So one of the telltale signs of someone that's really not a grown-up, even if they're in an adult body, is that they always complain. <laughs> and if you've ever been around someone, That chronically complains see they're never happy they're always thinking that it's out there somewhere well this is what children from zero to 12 act like because they have no ability to really change their life in any way and so they're complaining all the time because that's the only way they think they can get something changed so when you hear yourself complaining you want to say to yourself is that the little kid inside of me because it really, it's quite unattractive. But I want to recognize that this is not going to help me. So sometimes what I'll say to my friends, to my husband, I'll say, you know what? I just need to complain for a minute. And so I, I say, can you just give me like three minutes? And I just go on this long, you know, three-minute tirade of everything that I want to complain about. And I feel a lot better. And he looks at me and goes, does that help? I said, that helped a lot. And I will then walk away from it. Sometimes I say to people, if it's really big, give yourself five minutes. Just say, listen, just five minutes. And I'll get it out and I'll be over it. Now, you may be thinking, well, what if you're not over it? Well, then I say to people, then go into your room and journal about it. Go go into the bathroom, talk to yourself in the mirror. But get over it. Get over it. Unless it's illegal, immoral, unethical, or dangerous. Unless there's fire, broken bones, or blood we can get over it. And we need to really commit to that. So people that are in big adult bodies, but not really grown ups hate responsibility. See, immature people never want to be on the hook for anything. Whether it's what they said, what they did, what they bought, what they were told to do. They don't want to be bound by duty or obligation. And they don't want to be liable for the well-being of someone else not only that the big thing is they are not open to criticism regardless of how valid it is how about this they keep repeating the same mistakes right this is a fool a fool keeps returning right to his vomit that's what the bible says that's one of the proverbs that a fool never learns so if you are interacting with a fool or acting foolishly you want to say to yourself I need need to grow up here a little bit and recognize that I keep making the same mistake over and over again and thinking that somehow I'm going to get a different result. So am I being a fool? How about this? They always play the victim. See, for an immature person, nothing's their fault. Anything that goes wrong in life, they can blame shift. They can always make up an excuse, a reason... And they can also, many times, fill it up with a whole bunch of emotionality. Throw temper tantrums, play the victim, right? Redirect everything. Try to start a new topic of conversation. Deflect. So this is where we want to say to ourselves, okay, I can love this person. But I, may, I, I need to be careful about depending on them and about sharing any types of very deep Emotional ideas or secrets or plans or hopes or dreams that I may have So an adult child also never wants to leave their comfort zone So maybe they're the the friend of yours that you always have to go to their house Or you always have to go wherever they want to go or you have to listen to the music they want to listen to So this is in order to change you can't just do the same thing over and over again So mature people are content with what they have and where they're at, and they still strive to stretch themselves. Immature people become more complacent, which leads to more complaining. And so the complacency is that they're acting as if they're a victim to the circumstances of their life, and they can't change it. So somebody out there should change it. I don't know. Their parents, God, the president, Santa Claus, whoever. And so this is where you want to think about, hey, you know, I really need to be in charge of my own comfort. And if someone else is willing to comfort me, it's just icing on the cake. But I'm not someone that's under the age of 12. I need to learn how to comfort myself. And if I do know how to comfort myself, I need to take advantage of it and not throw it onto other adults who are managing life just as much as I am. Immature people also live beyond their means. They just keep thinking that somewhere, somehow, someone's going to take care of it. And they feel entitled to all those things that everybody else has, but they don't think that they're supposed to earn it necessarily. They also have a hard time making any kind of sacrifices. So many, (laughs) see, mature people understand this particular saying that I'm going to tell you, and I really like it. It says, you can do anything you want but you can't do everything you want. You see, we have, we have infinite wants and desires, but time and resources, we're locked in time. And we, we can't control time. Immature people also have a tendency to bring others down to where they are so that they can lift themselves up. And they also are those people that don't have a great sense of social etiquette. So maybe they're sometimes embarrassing to be with, but they think they're cute. How about this? We're going to end on this one. Their word means nothing. See, this is a child. This is a teenager in an adult body. They say they'll do something, they don't do it. And they may even say it to someone's face, and they may even mean it. But they don't actually do it, so they struggle with integrity. And that's an important element of maturity that you understand integrity see the immature person wants whatever they want whenever they want it and they want to say whatever they want to say without knowing that there's any weight behind their words so i hope this was helpful for you because i really want to encourage you to really show up as a grown-up being a grown-up is so much more fun because if we're grown up we can choose to do some really fun silly things So I want you to encourage yourself today. Make sure you tell your friends about the the show. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week.
0: We hope this past hour has been encouraging, motivating, and inspiring to you. The messages and teachings shared during the show are given as a way to reach you, the listener, with ideas and insights on how you may not only improve your life, but have more successful and meaningful relationships as you become the best version of you. Cynthia is available as a keynote speaker or guest speaker for your corporate or spiritual events. Cynthia is able to customize a message for any audience attending a meeting, retreat or conference. In addition to this, she oftentimes partners her messages with music as she is a singer and musician. Please contact her through her website